Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 792. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, sponsorships, please email me at rabbiyasmach at take10fortorah.org. So, today I didn't really have time to record something fresh, but I hope you enjoy anniversary of an anniversary episode, and you'll see what I mean in a moment. Have a great Chodesh, Chodesh Tov. Today I wanted to talk about the today's Rosh Chodesh, Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan, and because it's Rosh Chodesh, it's actually the two-year anniversary we began this Take 10 for Torah project on Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan two years ago. So I wanted to revisit a topic that I think I've talked about one or two times, but I don't think I've included everything that we have on the topic in just 10 minutes. And that is Rosh Chodesh in general. Of course, we know Rosh Chodesh came up, at least uh, in an ancillary way, on the in the first Rashi of the entire Torah. Because Rashi said, hey, why did the Torah begin with Bereshis and all the stories? It could have started in the 12th chapter of Shemos, of Exodus, where it discusses the first mitzvah commanded to all of the Jews, and that mitzvah, that commandment was, HaChodesh HaZalachem Rosh Chadashim, Rishon Hu Lachem Hashana, which is, uh, this is the first month, and this is going to be the first month of all of the months of the year. So, that is a very loaded line. First of all, it's the very first mitzvah, and one would ask, why is that the very first mitzvah? But, of course, there are a lot of elements to this Rosh Chodesh thing. First of all, it's really specifically commanding us to count time by the moon. Of course, we could theoretically count time by the sun. That's how we do it in the secular calendar. It takes uh, the earth 365 and a quarter days to go around the sun, and that's what our solar calendar is based on. But of course, we instead count from the moon, and therefore we have these objectively long months of 29.5 days, and we just arbitrarily decide that 12 of them equals a year. So we count by the moon. That's how we dictate our time. Number two that we see from this Pasuk is time for Jews begins in this moment. Okay, in this moment of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Number three, of course, the idea that this would be the very first mitzvah is fascinating. Why why is that? So, of course, there are ideas that we've discussed in the past about the Sfarno. The Sfarno says that the reason the idea of counting time is the very first mitzvah is because until that moment, they were unable to count their own time. So he writes, From here and on, your months are yours. To do as you will. But, as opposed to before now, because your bimei hashibur, he says, in the time of oppression, subjugation, lo hayu yemeichem shalachem, these days did not belong to you. Rav as well discusses this idea at length, the idea of qualitative time and the ability for us to now be autonomous and make our own decisions what we are going to do with our time. It's like this nice idea. You give a bar mitzvah boy a watch because, you know, now time really counts. Of course, the Ramban has a whole arichas, he has a whole lengthy discussion about why we count time from Mitzias Mitzrayim, from the Exodus, and the reason we do, and we name all of the months, the first month, the second month, the third month, the fourth month, they're all in relationship to this first month of Yitzias Mitzrayim, because it's important to remember that important moment where we learned all of the things that we learned about God as creator, as involved in the world, as involved in Jewish history, subsequently giving us the Torah. That's all significant, so significant, in fact, that all of time is counted back to that moment. And so we're always in a cycle, but the number one always go back, goes back to that. So that's another idea. But I wanted to talk about the nature of HaChodesh HaZelachem, 
being, this very first mitzvah, this very first idea that we're given, and really to focus on the idea of chiddush, of renewal, of of the fact that there are vicissitudes in life, there are ups and downs, there are challenges, and every month we sort of are able to push the restart button, we're able to begin again, which I think is a beautiful idea, and we see this on an individual level, and a national level. There are a few Gemaras that point to the idea, Gemara and Sukkah, When the sun is smitten, when there's an eclipse of some sort, it's not clear exactly what type of eclipse, but when that occurs, then it's a bad sign for the Gentiles. But Levanaloka, if the the moon is is somehow uh, blotted out, you can't see the moon, then Simon Rala Sanam Shal Yisrael, it's a bad sign for the Jews. Why? Because we count to the moon, and the idol worshippers, the Gentiles, or or either or, they count to the sun, which is still true nowadays. And so we're the moon, they're the sun. So you might just say that this just has to do with, you know, how we how we do it, how we record. But there seems to be something more at play. We are, so to speak, moon people, they are sun people. So you could suggest that uh, maybe it has something to do with the fact that, you know, the idol worshippers that are as a, that are being described over here in the Gemara, these idol worshippers see these idols as being inherently powerful, right? They, they see the world without God behind it. They see the features that are very impressive about the world as inherently powerful. And the whole lesson of the moon is that everything that we see, particularly the moon, is really a reflection of something else. And we believe that everything that we see, all of the powers that are visible, are really a reflection of something much more grandiose, something much larger, something much brighter in the distance. And that, of course, is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that is God. The Gentiles uh, perhaps don't see that, or definitely the idol worshippers that are being described by the Gemara here, they attribute the power to these intermediaries as opposed to realizing that they're just a reflection of something else. That might be the idea, the religious idea, between we as moon people and they as sun people. But again, this idea of renewal is mentioned again and again. There's a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah where there's a code given how they would know that the moon, which was organically every single month, was was somebody had to see the new moon, and, and, and they discovered the moon, new moon, and that would declare, declare and dictate when Rosh Chodesh was. So there was this sign given, David Melech Yisrael Chai V'Kayim, and we still refer to this line, David Melech Yisrael Chai V'Kayim. David, who is the king of Israel, will last forever more. Rashi over there says, I'll tell you why that was the code that that's used, because Nimshal Kalavana, the, the monarchy, the Davidic dynasty, is compared to the moon. How so? He says there's a Pasuk in Tehillim. Ki yareach yikon olam. Tehillim chapter 89 refers to the moon, David HaMelech, as the moon which will be uh, established forever. But the Radak says that's not actually what it is, because the moon isn't really forever. The moon is, Sometimes the moon is really, really bright, and sometimes it wanes. And when it wanes, we don't see that brightness quite as well. And because we don't, we think maybe it's going to be gone. But then, hey, what do you know? It's back. And so that might be reflective in the reason this is the Jews' uh, symbol in the sky. So that is because of the Jewish relationship and the Jewish history, which has its ups and downs. Particularly, there's a medrash, fascinating medrash in Shemos Rabbah, which discusses how this plays out very literally, and the generations of uh, of success 
and misfortune, the good and then the bad, the waxing and then the waning, you might say, really comes down to 30 generations. And it says there, When the Jews were being taken out of Egypt, and Jewish history is literally about to begin, they're told, It's going to take 30 generations, you're going to have 30 generations and it's going to wax it's going to go up and up and up and up all the way till Shlomo HaMelech King Solomon the best of times and then it will wane until ultimately until the Jewish people are exiled and hopefully now we get to wax again this idea of this natural consciousness where we wax and we wane we're up and we down that might be the reason that this is the first mitzvah. You know, God is telling us, hey, listen, you are now going out in the world as a people, but as a people you must know that there will be good times, there will be less good times. And the moon reflects and uh, really allows us to look out every month and see that process in place to give us the hope for the light that we know will come. Finally, Rav Hirsch says that this is true, of course, but it's most true on a personal level. He discusses how the idea of renewal every month, and we, we talk about this in the Shemona Asrei, in the Musaf, that, uh, that we say on Rosh Chodesh itself. We talk about Zman Kapara Lechol Todosam. It is a, a time of atonement. You know, the idea that it's not just Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of the year where we have new opportunities and we're able to just sort of ignore what's in the rearview mirror and entirely look forward for a new process. This new process actually occurs every single month. His words are beautiful, of course, uh, as Rav Hirsch always is, but it's a little bit uh, too long to, to, to really entirely read. But take a look at Rav Hirsch on Rosh Chodesh. He discusses the personal nature of this renewal that we're told at the very first commandment that we are uh, expected to remember. We always have the opportunity to change. And of course, in Kiddush Levana, when we sanctify the new moon every month, we talk about a prayer that we want, Lemalos Pigimas Halavana. We want that the, the missing part of the moon to be filled in. We want the brightness to come back, whether it's the personal brightness, whether it's the national brightness. That's what we pray for every month. And so as we look up, we see the ups and downs and remember that that is reflective, of course, of our lives and our Jewish history as well. And as the first mitzvah, it's really the model that reminds us how important it is to remember that everything is in constant flux and always can improve. Have a great day.